Are you a woman, person of color, or a member of some other historically marginalized community who's sick and tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you? If you're ready to surround yourself with people who think big and you want to get inspired by women who are bold enough to write their own rules, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast, where we spotlight powerhouse women who got tired of waiting for someone to give them a seat at the table, so they built their own. This is an inclusive space where you can come to listen, get inspired, and make some new connections to help you take that next step into living your best life. I'm your host, Nakia Gray. Welcome to the show. Welcome to today's show. Today, I am so excited because I want to talk to you about this whole concept of intellectual property. Okay. So first, before I get into that, let me just say, if you know me, you know, I am one of those people that never gets tired of the same old thing, right? (laughs) So I watch the same shows over and over and over and over again. I've seen every episode of A Different World. I've seen every episode of Insecure, Sex and the City. I've seen the movies a million times. I never get tired of watching the same shows. Now, I am the same way. I don't discriminate. I am that same way with books. There are some books that I read over and over and over again year after year. And the truth is, all of them are business books. I read probably definitely much more nonfiction than fiction. For me, I get my fiction fix off social media and watching, you know, blogs, The Shade Room and those kinds of things. But when it comes to business, I love nonfiction books and I read lots of books and I read several of them over and over and over again. And one of the books that I read for the first time in 2022 that is definitely going to be in my rotation is Self-Made, which is the story of Madam C.J. Walker. And you've probably heard me talk about her before. I absolutely love her. I'm so inspired by her, her story, and just everything that she accomplished during her time to become the first self-made millionaire. I mean, I just think for this woman to be the first of you know her parents' children to be born free to go and to experience what she's experienced and to really inspire and just make such an impact that she did is just so phenomenal to me. So I'm borderline a little obsessed with her. And I love to read her story. I've seen the Netflix special starring Octavia Spencer. I've also seen that 5 million bajillion times. And every time I'm telling you, every time I watch it, I get something different out of it. So I feel the same with the book. The book is different from the movie. So I would say if you enjoyed the movie, definitely go and check out the book. When I really was, you know, just sitting and thinking about like, okay, thinking about the times and, you know, where she was and and what she did during that time, how is that possible, right? Like, how? How did she do that? And when you think about the fact that even to this day, her products are still around, her name, her trademark is still alive, right? This is why I say all the time, people undervalue your own IP. Your IP, or what just short for intellectual property, is so completely valuable. And it's really what got Madam C.J. Walker to be a self-made millionaire. It is totally her IP. But what I wanted to talk about today, because whenever I bring this up to people and I say to people, you need to use your IP, you know, what are you creating? What are you really doing with your intellectual property? And whenever I say that, people say, well, I don't have any IP. (laughs) Or they say, how do I do that? You know, what exactly is it? Like, it's one of those things that sometimes people are familiar with the term and we've heard it, 
And we maybe have even said it, but we have not really taken the time to really apply it to ourselves in our own lives. And so I thought that it would be really good to do that today. Okay, so first, let's just talk about what is IP, okay? If I were to just break this down in just plain English in the most simple way, it's really a fancy way of saying identifying your good ideas that are helpful and valuable to others. That's really what IP is, right? It's about ideas. So here's the definition of intellectual property from businessdictionary.com. I believe they've nailed it. And I think that this is a really great way of saying it. So here's what they say. They say IP is documented or undocumented knowledge, creative ideas, or expression of the human mind that have monetary value and are protectable under intellectual property laws. I really think that they have nailed it. I really do. And so it is, especially for us today, it is the most readily tradable properties in the digital marketing marketplace. You can literally package your IP, put it on the internet, and become a millionaire. I mean, and this is happening. This is what happens. And so really, IP is simply just taking your idea, your creative idea, and putting it in a way that it can be consumed by many other people. And they can pay you to do that. That is how you actually monetize it, okay? So that's really what it is. A lot of times when we hear people talking about IP or we hear people talking about intellectual property, we hear copyrights, we hear trademarks, we hear patents. But sometimes people don't really understand, well, how do I get there? How do I even know if I have something to trademark? Or how do I even know if I need something to copyright? And it really all starts with an idea. This is where your IP comes in. I'll tell you a story about a time in 2022, I was getting ready for a photo shoot and I had hired a makeup artist who was doing my makeup for the photo shoot. And I was practicing. During that photo shoot, I was also doing a video shoot. So I was recording some video content. And so while she's doing my makeup, I'm like practicing my script and reading over everything. And she starts listening to me and she's like, wow, this is really interesting. That's so interesting what you're talking about, about IP and how people, you know, use it to make money. And she goes, I wish I had some IP to make some money from. And I said, are you kidding me? Of course you have IP. You have intellectual property. And she said, no, I don't. I don't have any IP. I said, of course you do. I said, let me just give you an example of your intellectual property. Okay. When it came to me booking you, you have a system that I had to go to your website. I had to fill out a form to request to book you. I had to select a time. I had to pay a deposit. There was a process that I went through just to get you booked, just to get you booked, right? That's intellectual property. That's your idea of the process of booking a makeup artist. The next thing is when you got here, and we were doing this shoot at my office. When you got to my office, there is a whole list or a process of things that you did to apply this makeup to my face. There is a certain height that you put my chair at. There's a certain way that you had me facing the window and your ring light so that you could get the right lighting. You laid out your brushes. There are tools that you use. There's certain makeup that you use. There's a process that's in your head of how you decide which foundation matches my skin tone. There's a whole lot that went into this little situation that we're in right now. And so if you found a way to package that process, get it from in your head to in a tangible or intangible product that other people could benefit from, you could make money from. So whether that is you creating a course or a book on how to match your foundation, 
or how to conduct, you know, an on-site makeup session. I mean, there's so much that you could do with that, right? And so I'm just rattling off these ideas to her and I can just see her face lighting up because she's like, oh my goodness, I never even thought of that. Of course I have IP. And I said to her, I'm only giving you an example of what you do on your day job. This is just what you do. But when you think about your life, whether you are the person that everybody in your family relies on to plan your family reunion, you know how to plan events. <laughs> so there's IP there. If you are, you know, you have an Airbnb and there's a way that you market it, or you have a churro business, or you are a person who likes to organize people's closets or people's homes, or like, I'm just naming all of these different things because we all have these natural skills, gifts, and talents, things that we just take for granted. We believe that because we know how to do step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the way to a hundred of whatever the process or transformation is, we assume that everyone else does. And the fact of the matter is they don't, right? They don't. So for a lot of times that sweet spot, one of the things that I do with my clients when I'm doing coaching with them and trying to help them to find that, one of the things that we do is we do what I call find your zone. And your zone is that sweet spot. It is that space where something comes so completely naturally to you that it's your million dollar idea. It's your multi-million dollar. It's your billion dollar idea because you are so good at it and you know what you're doing. All you have to do is figure out what's the best medium for me to put that in. So then once you do that, now all you got to do is market it and sell it. And honestly, that's the easy part. It's so obvious and it's staring us right in the face that a lot of times we just completely overlook it, right? And so that's the part of you know my job that I love the most. I love when people say to me, oh, I don't have any IP. I promise you, I have not met a person that I hear that answer and I just accept it to be true. It ain't true. It's not true. You absolutely have IP, okay? There are things that you know how to do so well that you could definitely use that in packaging intellectual property, okay? So I'll use myself as an example. Now, here's the thing, in full transparency, I became an intellectual property attorney and helped people with the protection part, right? Protecting their intellectual property attorney protecting their intellectual property and their creations. But I didn't really know what my own IP was. (laughs) That was not something that I knew, right? But as I started, you know, becoming a business lawyer and doing IP, and I was doing the same things over and over and over again, like drafting a client contract, drafting contracts for, you know, website terms and conditions, disclaimers for websites, privacy policies. It's like the same thing repetitively. And I know exactly what that process is, right? And so The very first, it's actually the very first intellectual property piece of intellectual property that I created was an ebook for other lawyers. And I created that because very similar to the makeup artist who was working with me, it was something that was so obvious and so natural to me. Ever since I was, you know, even first became a lawyer, I've always been really good at marketing and people would always ask me for marketing ideas or marketing strategies. You know, I started my law practice right out of law school. I had clients out the wazoo. Like I've always been really, really good at marketing. And so I would, you know, consult people and really help people with how to, you know, build their practices. Even when I was working at a law firm, I was still helping people to do that. And so I created an ebook that had 100 ways to market your law firm, even if you have no budget. 
right? And so I came up with these 100 marketing strategies and I packaged that into a book. Why? Because I knew that they would work because I found myself saying the same thing over and over and over and over again when people would ask me for that, right? So originally when I created it, I did it as a freebie. I used it just to build my list of consulting and coaching clients. And then eventually I started to sell that. That was me packaging my intellectual property. Now, I didn't really know that that's what I was doing at that time, but that's exactly what I was doing. Then the next thing that I created that same year, this year is 2014, that same year, I created a set of contract templates for entrepreneurs who either couldn't afford to hire a lawyer or simply didn't want to hire a lawyer. They wanted to DIY. Total game changer for me, okay? I created this template and it just made sense, right? I made it easy for them so they didn't have to go on Google and find a whole bunch of different contracts and wonder if they could download mine. I gave them the instructions, fill in the blanks, and there you have it. They've got a contract. Now, and to this very day, I have expanded that suite of contract templates to a whole lot more contracts. At the time that I did that, I had four. And I sold this same bundle of four for $400. And that was how I made a lot of money initially when I first started online was that by one little bundle. And then I just continued to expand it. And the more that I do things, I've done it so much now that people come to me and say, hey, do you have a template for this? And I say, you know what? I hadn't thought about it, but let me create one, right? And so now it's just second nature, but that is what you do. And then you continue to learn how to do that. I'll use trademarks as an example. I've been doing trademarks forever and a day. I can do a trademark in my sleep. So now that I know that process, you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this. I then package that process into a digital course, an online course that someone else can consume, follow, and get the same result as if I did it, right? That is how I have, you know, no pun intended, I have packaged my intellectual property to help people protect their intellectual property, right? And I did the same thing with the copyright process. And every single person, even you, wherever you are, whatever your industry, whatever your background, you are listening to this and you absolutely have that. And I want to challenge you to take it and do something with it. What is something that you have that you know how to do that if people paid you for it, you would feel guilty even taking their money because you're like, oh my God, that's so easy. I can't even take your money for this. Those are those things that when you really take some time and some strategy and you plan, that is what is your million dollar idea. That is your IP that is so valuable that people will line up to pay you for that. And That's our ticket to wealth. I truly believe that. I believe that we all have something. We have a thing. Whatever your thing is, I want you to just spend some time thinking about that and trying to figure out what is my thing? Maybe it's party planning. Maybe it's event planning. Maybe it's grocery shopping. Maybe it's making a grocery list. Maybe it's so easy for you to come up with super easy recipes that can be made in under 10 minutes. Like all of those are a way that you can take that skill or take that natural gift and package that into intellectual property that we protect because we got to protect it. So step one is to create it. We're going to come up with the idea. We're going to create it, but we got to protect it. We got to protect it by copyright. We got to protect it by trademark if there's a brand name to it, which I strongly urge you to have. And then we can monetize it. We sell it. And we sell it over and over and over. That's the beauty of IP is it's something that you do one time 
and you get paid over and over and over and over again for it. That's what makes it a wealth builder. And that's why when I say things like that's how the wealthiest people acquired their wealth, that's what I mean by it. Beyonce and other entertainers, every time I want to hear all the single ladies put a ring up, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, <laughs> that's one of my favorite Beyonce songs. Every time I want to hear that song, I don't have to book Beyonce to come to my house to hear that. <laughs> right? Every time that I want to watch Insecure over and over and over again, I don't have to go to a live taping and Issa Rae doesn't have to show up to perform just for me. It's been created, put in a medium that allows me, and they've even expanded that, right? Because now we've got subscriptions. We're paying for Netflix. We're paying for HBO Max. We're paying over and over and over and over again, but we can also consume the content over and over and over and over again. So that's where the wealth comes in. You create it once, and now every time someone consumes it, you get paid, but you didn't have to actually show up in order for them to consume it. So that's what I want you to take away from this. That's what I want you to really think about. Stop saying you don't have IP. You absolutely do. You have IP. What is that thing? What is your million dollar idea? What is staring you in the face You know, right now? Our parents used to say, when you tell them you can't find something, they tell you to go in their room or go in the pantry and get something. You're like, it's not in there. It's not in there. And they're saying, it's right there. If I go up in there and I find it, I'm going to get you. And they come in and it's right there. And my mother used to always say, it was so close, it could have bit you on the nose. <laughs> and that's what your million dollar idea is. It's so close. It's so obvious that you just need someone to help you to figure out what that is, okay? And so I want to challenge you to do that. If you need some help, I am good at this, okay? I have a power session where I can sit down with you. We will go through this and I will help you to figure out what's your thing. What is that million dollar idea that you have that can really take you to the next level, okay? So that's your homework. Your homework is to sit with this. Think about this, write it down, do some soul searching. If you need help, reach out to me. I can definitely help you in the show notes. I am going to include the link to the power session because I do think that that is something that you could really use to make this year different. So many people come into a new year with all these goals. I'm going to do things differently. This is going to be my year. And I'm all for that. I say that every single year too, but I'm also very intentional about how. What am I going to do this year that I did not do last year? What am I going to do less of this year that I did too much of last year? You know, be very intentional about that. And so I want you to be very intentional about how you can make this year different. And I promise you, nailing down your million dollar idea is a way that you can make this year look completely different than last year. It's not as hard as you think. Okay. So that's the show for today. If you need help, book a power session. I'm here to help. All right, take care. I will see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to stay updated and connected with me. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.